This is Alan Seaborn from Winning at Home. Welcome to In Progress, a podcast about faith, life, and how we grow. And in this episode, I want to share just one verse from 1 Peter chapter 4, and it's verse 10. Peter writes, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Now, there's another uh, translation. That's the NIV, the New International Version. And there's another version called the New Living Translation. And this is how that verse sounds in that translation. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. And I read both of those because I, I really like that there's a slightly different, not takeaway, but almost a slightly different emphasis when you hear it from different perspectives. But the point here, the agreement is obvious that we're supposed to use our gifts to serve other people. And you might be listening and you might be thinking, you know, gifts in the traditional sense that we kind of highlight and value and praise people in our society for succeeding at whatever their gift is. You know, we really enjoy celebrity. And so people who have the gift of a musical talent. Now that's a gift that is natural that they have worked and worked and worked and worked to cultivate. Uh, The same is true for sports. The same is true for uh, writing or, you know, performing, dance, whatever. All different kinds of things. We enjoy watching somebody who takes the, you know, it's, it's kind of tough to talk about without diminishing the effort that a lot of people put into something. Um, I remember reading a little profile that Ray Allen, if you follow basketball, he's one of the greatest shooters in the history of the game. And he said, I really hate when people say that this is a God-given talent because I work my butt off every single day to shoot as well as I shoot. And, you know, I think, though, that when we think of gifts, that's kind of where we go initially, right? We think of these things that someone can do on such a spectacular level that we can really just sit at home and talk about it, sit at home and watch it, sit at home and listen to it. And we don't all the time, or maybe we often don't, think of ourselves as having much to offer by way of gifts. Well, I want to talk about that first of all, because Peter starts with this assumption. Each of you should use whatever gift you've received to serve others. 
So there's this assumption that we all have a gift or gifts. And if that's the case, then he's obviously not saying each of us has a gift on the level of Mariah Carey or LeBron James or whoever your person is that is the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate version of the thing that you enjoy. He's obviously not saying every single one of you is the best in the world at something. But what he's saying is use whatever gift you have to serve others. And so I started thinking through the different, um, so this isn't going to be the different specific gifts, but this is going to be kind of the different categories of gifts. And I I think as I explain it that it's going to make sense and you're going to see yourself and some of your strengths and gifts highlighted in some of these categories that I'm going to be talking about here. And so I'm going to start with my gift. And the way that I would describe my gift is the ability to think through things and to come up with, uh, whether it's a, a synthesis of ideas, whether it's an idea that, you know, at least to me, seems brand new in the moment, but to think through things from a bunch of different angles and to kind of play out different scenarios and come up with what, to me, seems like the best course of action or the best way forward or the best compromise to make sense of a few different ideas. Now, when I say that my gift is thinking things through, that doesn't mean that I'm right all the time. It doesn't mean that even as if you've listened to multiple episodes, it doesn't mean that you agree with everything that I think all the time. It doesn't mean that because I've thought this through, your idea or your opinion doesn't matter. But what it means is I'm wired, and in the language of this verse, the gift that I've received from God is to think things through. And the other kind of categories of gifts that I wanted to highlight as I (laughs) use my gift of thinking and going, okay, what are a few other ways that gifts play out for people? And so I thought about people who your gift is to be there emotionally for other people. You're a great support. You're awesome in the moment of when I'm going through something, you love to be there for me, to be a shoulder, to lean on, to be a person who's ready and willing to give input and advice. And that's your sweet spot, to be there emotionally for people. I thought through some others, their gift is in moments of indecision in moments where there's not really enough information to make, you know, I I think they call it, you don't have uh, perfect information. And so you're missing some pieces of the puzzle and you have to, you have to make a decision 
but your gift is leading in the midst of that, is going confidently in a direction, even with imperfect information, and being willing to say, okay, knowing what we know, here's what we do. Other people, your gift is to to actually physically meet a need or a want. You're a, a servant and in the best use of that word. You know, it's weird because the home I grew up in, my parents always talked about the importance of having a, a servant attitude of being willing to serve other people. But even still, when I hear that word, there's part of it that you're like, Ooh, that's a, that's a throwback to an era that we don't want to really talk about that. But serving others, being willing to, through acts of service, through um, actually, like I said before, meeting needs, that's a gift that a lot of people listening right now have. And so you see something that needs to be done or you just enjoy doing things for other people. You see that stuff and you, you take care of it. And, you know, those, like I say, those aren't, that's not an exhaustive list of, wow, this is exactly describing my gift. But I'm guessing that what you see is your own gifts reflected in those categories, the categories of thinking, the category of kind of leading, taking decisive action the category of whether it's emotionally or through actual acts to be there for other people, to serve them in a moment when they need it or they just would appreciate it. And what Peter talks about here is using those gifts, using whichever gift you've received to serve others. And that's a really, you know, this whole verse, it's a really simple, straightforward, easy sounding idea. But then when I actually started to think about, okay, I know what my gift is. How often do I actually use it to serve others? Because the the gift of thinking things through when I'm using it not to serve others, but when I'm using it for me, it looks like leaving a conversation, leaving a moment where I made a decision and I did something or I said something and it didn't go so well. When I'm using my thinking gift for myself instead of to serve others, as Peter would say, uh, using it well or being a faithful steward of God's grace. It means walking away from these situations that maybe didn't go so well and using my capacity to think to come up with why I was actually right in the first place and why my wife Annalise was wrong, why 
my coworker who decided to do something different than what I thought we should do is wrong. Why whoever it is should have made a different decision because I've got the right answer. When I'm doing that, I'm not using my gift faithfully or well to serve others. What I'm doing is I'm using my gift to elevate me, to make others, uh, whether it's, you know, they feel it or they think it or just I understand that this is what I'm doing, to make others a little step down from me where I can feel a little bit superior, where I can feel like, man, I'm doing this thing the right way and I don't know why everyone else is choosing to do things the wrong way. I can think things through and I can kind of massage and, and navigate and manipulate reality a little bit with my thoughts and convince myself that even though maybe it didn't seem like it in the moment, I actually was right and I did the right thing. And of course, man, I'm, I'm the hero of this whole thing, obviously. And if I'm honest, when I first kind of started realizing that thinking was my gift, I'm guessing, this is a rough guess, but I'm thinking I probably was using it to serve me instead of to serve others probably 70% of the time. So I had about a 70-30 split of using my gift to serve me, to make me seem or feel or look superior. And 30% of the time I was using my gift faithfully and well. Now, over the course of the last... I don't know, 10 or 15 years, as I've been more aware of what my natural tendency is to use this gift for me instead of for other people, I've been trying to work on that. And I I shared this in our staff devotions the other day, and I said, you know, maybe you guys would disagree with me, but I think that over the past course of those years that I've understood okay, this is my choice. I can use my gifts to serve me or I can use them faithfully and well to serve others. And over the course of the past 10, 12, 15 years with work over time, I think that I've flipped that uh, ratio backwards. And so I think that I probably about 30% of the time am using my gifts on me. And about 70% of the time I'm, I'm using them well. I'm being faithful to use my gifts for others. And I can look around and I can see in my marriage, I can see in my relationship with family, I can see in my work, the places that when I've used these gifts, when I've used this ability to think things through from different perspectives and come up with, uh, whether it's, like I said, a synthesis or a new idea or whatever the case is, 
I can see, uh, I don't, I don't know the word for it. The, the positive fingerprints, the positive impacts that me using my gifts well and faithfully for others, I can see the impact that that has had. And I'm guessing that you can too. Well, I'm not even guessing. I know that you can. And I'm hopeful that you can also look back and say, yeah, I've, I've moved from using my gifts for me the majority of the time, and I, I'm trying to do it better. I'm trying to do it more faithfully. I'm trying to use my gifts for other people. And it's not our first knee-jerk natural response. But that's why Peter is reminding us and encouraging us that what it looks like to use our gifts well and faithfully is in service to other people. And like I mentioned, I know what it looks like for me when I'm not doing that, when I'm using my gifts to serve and elevate me. And so I I thought through a little bit, okay, what would that look like for people whose gift is, um, like I mentioned earlier, kind of leadership, decisiveness, a capacity to make a decision and go? I think using that for yourself looks like making that decision and then getting other people on board or depending on your role in the situation that you're using your gift of leadership, um, maybe the other people don't have a whole lot of choice in the matter of whether they're going to be on board or not. But you use that ability to make decisions and to lead to kind of manipulate things in your favor, to make decisions that are going to be benefiting you first and foremost, and then other people along the way, as things kind of roll downhill, they'll, they'll gain something from it. But the bulk of the benefit, the bulk of the uh, spoils are going to be headed in your direction. And then I thought through, what does it look like for the people who are, their gift is kind of in the giving category. People who are there for other people emotionally. People who are wired to do acts of service. I'm going, okay, what does it look like to do a selfless act selfishly? Because it happens, right? And I thought about a conversation that uh, I had had with someone around the office. It was, um, I don't know, maybe a couple months ago now. That doesn't matter. But he was saying, hey, you know, someone recently reminded me that um, sarcasm is anger dressed up as a joke. And we were kind of talking about that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, sometimes I agree with that. And he was like, my problem is I... I like to be sarcastic. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I think that most of us can relate to that. And I said, for me, a big check that I have is I know sometimes if I'm being sarcastic, but I'm just messing around, I'm just having fun. And it's just, 
it's all good fun. Just kind of a little ribbing between, you know, me and people that I'm close to. And then I, I know when my internal motivation is not that. I know when I'm using that sarcasm in a negative way. I know that's what I mean with it. I know that I'm not trying to just kid around. I am using it to communicate something, whether it's big scale or little scale, that I'm angry about. And when I think about that, I don't know if you immediately see the parallel there, but I think that's sometimes what it looks like for people who are wired. Their gift is service. Their gift is being there for people. I think you know what it feels like when you're using those gifts, not for other people, but to kind of elevate yourself a little bit. Where you're being there emotionally for somebody, but in the back of your mind, you're going, the reason I'm doing this is because I'm proving to you, you weren't there for me when I needed you, and I'm showing you up. I'm showing you how you should have done this in the first place, but you screwed up and now I'm going to show you what it would have looked like if you did the right thing. Or if you're wired for acts of service, you can be feeling like, man, this whole place, this whole family, this whole job, this whole whatever, this whole church, this whole thing that I volunteer at would fall apart if I wasn't the one here making sure all the little details got done, if I'm not willing to go and serve and do all these little things that nobody else wants to do or nobody else is even capable of doing, this whole thing falls apart. Do you see how even quote-unquote helping, even quote-unquote serving can sometimes be not using our gifts well because we're not using them for others. We're using our gifts to elevate ourselves. And when I read through this passage, like I said, on first blush, it seems like a really simple, straightforward idea. Each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. But then you start to think about what we've been talking about. Well, sometimes I don't use my gifts to serve others. Sometimes I'm using them to serve myself. And I'm hopeful that, like me, your ratio of times that you've, you've, you've used your gifts for you compared to the times you've used your gifts for others, I'm hoping that that ratio, as you're growing, as you're more mindful of this fact, is moving in the direction of serving others more and more and more and focusing in on you less and less and less. Now, that's one of the pieces of complexity around using our gifts well. But there's another piece, and that's when we do use our gifts well one time, 
and it doesn't really end up working out the way that we pictured it. Something blows up in our face or our motivations are questioned or people don't agree with the action that we took. I know that when that happens for me, that when I spend time thinking through things and I share an idea and people just kind of reject it out of hand or they think about it and they disagree or maybe, you know, from my perspective, they didn't fully understand what I was trying to communicate or maybe we do something based on my idea and it goes bad. When what we offer, when this gift that we bring to the world, to the people around us, when we are trying to be faithful in using this for others and it goes bad, it's really easy to the next time give a little bit less, to withhold a bit because being vulnerable like that and using my gift, well, at least what I thought was my gift, right? That's how it feels in the moment when it goes bad. You're like, but wait, I I thought I was helping. I thought I was coming from this good place and I was trying to bring some value and it doesn't feel like that's what happened or it doesn't feel like that's how other people felt about what happened. The next time we can offer a little less or maybe a lot less. I don't know. I mentioned in, I don't know when it was, a while ago when I was uh, talking with Stephen about some of the negative behaviors we do to shut down communication. I was talking about how withdrawal is one of my first places that I go. When I feel misunderstood, when I feel under unappreciated or underappreciated, the first thing that I want to do is just go, well, okay, I guess I'll just keep that to myself then. And I don't think that's something that's just uh, unique to me. I think that we all know that feeling. And whether in the back of our minds we're thinking, hey, last time I tried to help you using my gift and it kind of blew up in my face, so I'm not going to help you anymore. Sometimes that's the motivation. But sometimes the motivation is, hey, last time I tried to help and it went bad and it, it really hurt and I'm not willing to risk experiencing that hurt again. So whether we're coming from kind of an antagonistic place or we're coming from a protective place, it sometimes looks the same that we're holding back our gift. And what I think in this passage or this one verse, what I think Peter is communicating is, you know, I I think there wouldn't be much of a need for him to use this uh, verse to remind us to use our gifts faithfully to serve one another. If that was just a 100% natural thing for us to do, 
but he understood that there sometimes is some complexity around this, that sometimes we want to use our gifts to serve ourselves, to elevate ourselves, to make ourselves feel or seem superior. And I think he probably knew that sometimes we want to hold back using our gifts. And whether that's, like I said, coming from a place of antagonism or a place of um, fear of being vulnerable, a place of protection, I think we can find ourselves using our gifts the wrong way for the wrong reason with the wrong motivation. And we can find ourselves not using our gifts out of anger or out of fear. And I want to close this episode by just reading this verse again. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. Each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Let's go be faithful stewards.